And I favorite was, show or guest there? Um, oh, well, why don't you save it for the pod, Lil? No, I assume you're always recording. We're always on. No, no but Ty gets very on. upset if he doesn't get to do his intro before but we start. But that's not on the, that's not, was not a question on no, the No, but it's list. who is Helen. Really, this there's is, a satyr, <laughs> if you to will, to this. A satyr. Okay? satyr. <laughs> An order, a satyr. That's I what mean, it To means. be fair, he works really hard on the outline, and then you do whatever the f you want. And I feel so bad for him. No, so I, I digress. I Helen, don't you dare outline. answer that question. Got to <laughs> save it for the air. I'll wait. I'll wait. to and sorry that was very raspy that was I guess something out, you know, some You're like a little frog in your throat there some of the cake. try again take two here we are and welcome to another episode of the friday night movie podcast today worlds are going to collide because along with lily and becky we have a special guest my co-producer from the amazing sugar highway show with kathy and chris Helen is here. Helen, Helen, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. It's good to, good to have you here. And um, before we go deep and peel back the many layers that there are of Helen, I first want to check in with my sisters. We tend to start with Lily lately because anything can happen. Because <laughs> I win the her, prize. With her I won and her the prize? roommates. Um, I have some hilarious roommates. As we noted in last week's episode, my husband has stopped his like in, his interior monologue has become exterior. So what we <laughs> is it in after, English or Spanish or in definitely Catalan, in Spanish. Catalan. It's definitely in Spanish. And then the other day he was just like talking in the kitchen and he was saying something to dad and dad answered like something totally different. Also just looks at me. He's like, he doesn't understand me. Right. And I was like, no, but just keep going. You guys seem to be having a great conversation. Everybody's happy. Just roll with it. Because um, they've been, you know, roommates as well for going on seven weeks. Um, so, yeah, no, no, we're good. Today was, um, I think, day 44 for us or 45. And it was the first day my four-year-old was allowed out of the apartment. Um, so that was, like, a really big deal. By, like, the local police. It's not, like, By, like police. No, 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 I don't. Yeah, I'm not keeping him like Rapunzel up in here. He's allowed to. Leave. Although his hair like, looks very Rapunzel. His hair looks very Rapunzel. -ish. He's not allowed to. No one's allowed to leave, uh, at all. Uh, it's like the. I think it's one of the strictest lockdowns in the world. What we have here, and today they let for one hour. Um, you an adult could go out with a child, for like in a radius of two miles of your house, um, and for uh, sixty minutes. And so we took the we took on the town for an hour, and um, it was great. Yeah, it was so so no complaints here. Cool. We're released and, for one hour. Becky, how goes it on the west coast of the United States? I mean, we're very much living our, in our little bubble of our backyard and going for little walks in the neighborhood, being very careful. Crafting um, play areas out of old clothes and shoes and things. Oh, yeah. Did we not talk about shoe swing last time? I don't know. Maybe we did, but I feel like you should update people on shoe swing. Uh, I just very... to show you how tall and enormous your husband is. Yeah, yeah his um... shoes are so big. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I, it's not that. I think it's that it's that my two-year-old is so tiny that she fits no, on a shoe. That's not how. So, it is. um, so I have a very He's crafty. So big. I have a very crafty husband, and he took an old shoe of his and like flipped it upside down and drilled holes in it, and then stuck an old climbing rope through those holes and, um like wrapped and hung it from a tree essentially to to create a shoe swing which is now the number one favorite activity in this house is shoe swing so we spent a lot of time outdoors with her on a swing and i gotta tell you you can push your kid on a swing and look at your phone uninterrupted for like 15 (laughs) minutes it is worth all the money in the world from the makers of shoe swing come pants (laughs) hammock I'm sure that okay, actually well, will be next. So let's get to our guest, Helen. Well, Shai, how are you? We, we oh, wanna... you asked. <laughs> yes, because I feel bad. I don't know. No, I get a lot of. You don't I get a lot of. No, a lot of three a.m. texts from Shai. Spoiler. Me... I don't sleep. <laughs> spoiler alert. Shai did not win the follow-up of Nailed It. I didn't. I did not win episode two. Episode right. two. I, I won the so first challenge. Need to know how you. My my wife rightfully won the the second cha- the main challenge and won the episode, and then there was a third episode that was taped yesterday, and you'll just have to wait we'll to find to, out what happened. Right, happen. we'll have to wait I to find out. I genuinely want you to, to apply to be on that show now because we, what you make literally <laughs> makes me gag and want to barf and never eat any dessert when you're, ever when your again. Eldest goes, it's so horrible. You can microwave ice cream. <laughs> No, no, no. My favorite line from episode two is when you're telling her to eat your creation with her hands and she goes, absolutely not. I'm serious. I'm Jack Torres. And then she goes, that's why I'm wearing a black dress. She does wardrobe. She's gripped. She's eight. She's amazing. She's an And we hosted a family edition of the podcast. We, we only do... These things that involve my children only go to small groups of people, but uh, she did a really nice job hosting the podcast. So uh, if I ever need a weekend off, uh, <laughs> she'll be she'll be stepping in for me. So, really, do you notice we answered for shy how he is? Yeah, I, I just want to point yeah, that out. Totally. Now move on to the guest. I'm the oldest for the record. <laughs> so we have our guest Helen, and Helen and I are are co-producing Sugar Highway. We have a long friendship of many weeks we only met over zoom to the show and uh let's just start with a little bit of i would say description of the experience of sugar highway because people should check it out every monday at 7 p.m on kathy and kathy detoro's facebook page and chris camps's facebook pages what 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 was it like from your side i know what it's like from what was like from my side because i remember them saying once they're like oh yeah we should have producers let's get helen (laughs) That's very nice. I'm glad that like over it's I think that I'm on it for those moments where like their their internet fails and then we get to kind of like improvise together. But like a lot of the time when it's going smoothly, I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> what am I, what? I bet all pro- I bet all producers think that. That's actually right, Becky. <laughs> those are the great moments. That's when oh, we have man. our text chain back and forth. Yeah, about, like, la- last week we busted into a whole riff on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like the show yeah. was going amazing, no problems. That's all we were doing. <laughs> we're just sending each other's Always Sunny quotes. I like lost track of what was going on with the show. Everything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny to, it's, it's, I'm glad that I have like access to that energy though, because I definitely miss, um, Chris's energy who I call Dixie. His nickname at work is Dixie. So it's so weird to call him Chris, but, um, at work, like, 
and I'm not like telling tales because like we talk about this openly. There was one time because he's my manager at work when I'm working in the box office. And uh, can you say where? Are you okay saying where you work? Yeah, yeah I work at 9:30 Club in DC. The legendary 9:30 Club. Um, but I'll be. I was working in the box office once, and Dixie threw a firecracker at me like during work. <laughs> Inside <laughs> the box? Yeah, it was just like, and it was like crack. And then, I, I admit, I, it was like one of those, uh, like those ones that you throw at like Chinese New Year festivals. So it wasn't like no one was in danger, but I thought that the computer had exploded. Like that, thought <laughs> it happened. I'll, I'll say this, Lillian Beck. Kathy, you know, I was very familiar with. I'd seen her music and I'd seen her play music and then became friends with her. And I had known Chris as this very interesting artistic character, but I hadn't really known the sort of um, absolute madness that sort of circulates in his incredible yeah. sense of humor. He is larger than life. He's, he's constantly throwing like, comedy firecrackers is the best way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, and he's just, like, chaos just, like, follows him. Like, I love it. He when sounds he... legendary. I was saying yeah, that to Shy the other day. It's pretty like incredible. A legendary like, person. And he'll just, like, I have a video of him doing a handstand during work, like, in the office, and he was, in the video, he's like, are you videotaping this? Like, you have to catch it. It's very cool. And I was like, it is so cool, my friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it is awesome. I, I would love a scenario where, well, I guess he kind of is my boss when we do Sugar Highway. So yeah, I, guess I get to experience it. He's more awesome. out about Sugar Highway, though. Like, when you're, when we're working with him on Sugar Highway, like, there's a higher level of, like, this is, not this is important, but, like, stress level is higher than when we're at work because, like, we have it pretty much down. I think that he's the internet connection thing with Sugar Highway. He's got to play piano, do sound effects, act. He's a busy man. <laughs> so let's let's peel back the layers. Let's find out a little bit about Helen. You work at the 930 Club. I do. And uh, Beck and Lil, do you have any questions? I've taken you both to the 930 Club, I'm sure. Yes, President of the United States. We saw that's, them there. Oh, that's it. I took you to see them. I that's still have the, the stub from that. That was so fun. It was um, like the night before my wedding. That's awesome. That's great. Oh yeah, it was, that was so fun. I yeah, that, that was so great. Uh, but yeah, what favorite show or or guest or um you know, memory? I've been working there for a while now. Like I've been working there since I graduated from high school. So I graduated from high wow. school. Yeah, it was so, awesome. So since I was like almost eighteen, like on the day, basically. So I've been there for a while. Um, recently, my favorite act that's come through is this band called Idols. They're from the UK. My friends and I from school are huge fans of theirs. Um, and that was a really, really cool show. They had this band called uh, Preoccupations, which I'm also a big fan of, open for them. And that, like, the Idols show was just, like, this awesome kind of, like, punk, positive energy situation. So that's probably my favorite recently. Otherwise, like, there's cool. been so many great shows, but that was one that sticks out for sure. Who is, like, the coolest person like you met that you know sometimes you meet your heroes and it's like a huge bummer yeah. <laughs> huge disappointment but i've you know we've all met people that have been amazing um who have you met where you're like oh i'm relieved um well when i started doing um hospitality it was at merriweather and merriweather's cool because we get like the big act like a lot of huge acts because it's ten thousand capacity or something like that it's huge um and my first night was Peter Frampton. Oh, and, wow. wow. <laughs> and he, like, the Meriwether backstage is just gorgeous. It has to be one of the nicest backstages, like, in the country. If not, I would maybe say the world. Like, it's really nice. There's, like, a pool and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and he came, he ran up to me and was like, this place is amazing. And I was like, that's pretty cool, Peter Frampton. And then he was like, 
this is awesome. And he like asked my name and like, I was like, you've never seen a pool? Yeah, I was like, good, this is, you've never seen this, you know, but um, he- That's so nice. Yeah, and he like, on the way out, he even said like goodbye, specifically to like everybody by name. So yeah, he was one of the people that was like stunned, was was really cool. There's like most bands though, like the majority of people are very cool and chill, especially if you're just working back there, they're like, they know you're doing your job and- like that's uh, very rare that people are like rude. Most people are nice. That's very cool. I Peter Peter and I've seen him a couple of times live. He's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. So one of your great talents, Helen, is I don't want to call it a lack of shame or uh, a willingness. Just maybe to, bravery. I think that would have been bravery. a better way to go than lack of shame. And, and because generationally, you, you said you've been working at Nine Thirty Club since you were eighteen. That was like a few years ago. Yeah, I'm twenty three. I had to think so, about. <laughs> so, so generationally, we are of different times. We were not raised in the era of social media when we were in high school. You have a large digital footprint. Is that correct? Oh, it's massive. I saw <laughs> someone, um, someone posted something being like, I like, I, like applied for a job and they ran a background check on me, and it was like. 300 pages of all the tweets that I liked with curse words in it. And I was like, if someone were to pull that from me, it would be 4,000 pages. <laughs> I have been on the internet since I was. Well, it's so funny because you say that because uh, I was explaining to my family, our guest tonight, and I was like, well, she does this thing where she like retweets her high school tweets. And I was like, wait, but that, wait, does that make sense? That's not, maybe that's not possible because there wasn't Twitter when we were in high school. And then I was like, oh no, wait, but she does do that. And then I'm like, oh my God, she had Twitter in high school. <laughs> and like that, like blew my mind because I was like, that's dangerous. That seems inappropriate. I mean, I like, like, like Lily, aren't you so grateful ass? that the things oh, we so thought grateful. and said in high school are not captured on the internet forever? <laughs> not traceable. Oh, God. Right. Well, it was funny because I did it specifically for a Sugar Highway episode. Um, and I was very happy to find nothing that was incriminating. Everything was just like... Good. Oh, right. You know? I would imagine. But it was like... I was thinking about it and I'm like, I'm glad that this starts when I was 15 and not 11, you know, cause right. like, now I know like teenagers and kids in high school. Now they've had smartphones for like most of their lives. So like, this is true. Uh, so why don't you, why don't you take us back a little bit uh, to some recent or some recent tweets or social media. I love my sisters love mean tweets, Jimmy Kimmel. This oh, is yeah, a whole right. other subset. This is Helen's tweets. This is absurdest tweets. <laughs> um, so I I didn't go back to high school because I discovered that a lot of those were um, inside jokes from high school that I don't even get anymore. So I went to the beginning of the quarantine period and kind of worked my way back up. Um, which was funny and sad because in the beginning I was like, well, next week when we're out of this, and now it's like, what, like 45 days or whatever it is. Um, but I, I remember like the first couple days, the first day I tweeted something cause I, Shai and I talked about this, like very extroverted personalities having kind of a hard time being alone in your house a lot. <laughs> um, but I tweeted, this is what introverts want. Nuts. It's only been a few days and I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and like, True. Yeah. Because there are some people who are like thriving right now, which is- A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Shy's wife. Really? Like living the dream. Doesn't have to hang out with anyone, but Shy and her kids and like <laughs> text when she wants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would kind of- 
I'd be she's happy. very social. She is just. She is, but she's definitely more like an introvert than you are. Yeah. Who, when you're exhausted, you're like, who can we invite over to hang out? <laughs> That's totally true. I appreciate that. Um, and then one of the next ones, like, because I kept seeing all these like celebrities tweeting from their like social distancing kind of situation. It was like them and their pool in their house right um and i said uh rich people get to social distance in mansions with pools and game rooms meanwhile i'm rationing my dried mangoes partially to save money and partially to be kind to my bowels (laughs) (laughs) that could have been written from my house (laughs) right so particular and and true yeah my mom like dropped off this big bag of like trader joe's dried mangoes if you eat that whole bag you're in trouble you're in real trouble it was like (sighs) Both a blessing let's, and let's just say that that's a lesson you learn once. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but but that is a very fair point. Like enough with the celebrities like fetching about like oh this is quote unquote. Like, I wonder. Okay, so I feel like these celebrities really? don't know how to function without staffs and without nannies and i'm wondering if they're really staff free and nanny free or if they just like no. are just not showing I think they, they have forced those people some, to live with them they must be paying yeah. people to live yeah. with them for yeah. sure there's no way these people no are way. really taking care of their own kids kim kardashian is not cleaning her toilet no i think about that every time i clean my toilet and then the other thing (laughs) the other thing i i think about sorry to interrupt i love these but on the celebrity note helen i'm curious what you think all these celebrity couples that now have to actually stay together all the time because they're in quarantine together that they normally like see each other like two days a quarter maybe like (laughs) what's that actually like like they must all these relationships are going to implode there's no way not dax and Kristen. no No. not dax and Kristen. but like justin bieber and whoever he's married to like there's no way they actually spend all their time together yeah i wondered that too like i've seen some i did see something very funny and i think it was on twitter that was like because there's been a couple of celebrities that have just totally made mistakes on like social media or just said things yeah. that were like, so off base. Vanessa Hudgens, she was like my favorite she, one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, someone was like, this is what celebrities are like without their PR staff. Wait, like, what, did, what did she <laughs> say? She oh, had she had, on the right at the beginning of the pandemic, she was like, okay, like people are going to die. Whatever. <laughs> like, and someone so people were just like, no, delete, delete, stop. Oh, and, uh, and, and Gal Gadot's, um, oh. um, what did she oh, do? Imagine video. The Imagine video. That oh, got yeah. so much hate. What did, I miss that. She what got all that? these celebrities together to lip sync Imagine, but it's all from like their gorgeous, beautiful. Homes. But it would be okay. it would be like more understandable if they were actually lip syncing. What made it worse is that they were singing it without a backing track, and most of these celebrities cannot sing. So it was just like, and it was, and it was just and like Ellen DeGeneres got in trouble for being like quarantine is like prison. She lives on acres, <laughs> right? And has an infinity pool that's like like the most unique design in the world, and has like gazelles yeah. roaming, or whatever. And people were like, "No, lady, sit down." It's not. Uh, again, I'm I'm happy for them, but sure, you know, you gotta you gotta be conscious yeah, of a little bit. I don't bit. think they could survive in the real world like the rest of us, and I do rely on them for entertainment, so I need them to be preserved. So I am okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I said Dak and Kristen. Which celebrity Dax. couple do you need to Dax? Whatever. Uh, you, what celebrity couple do you need to be intact when this is over? John and Chrissy, Tegan. Oh, John oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrissy, oh, Tegan. Yeah. John and Chrissy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just need for that sure. to be okay. 
For sure. They seem like they're doing fine. Becky, you're just taking the same uh, one as Lily? No. Because uh, it's like an um, obvious one. <laughs> I didn't even I know, know who you were talking about. I feel like if Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson could get through having actual COVID together, then they can get through this. And they're like... Well, I mean, yeah. that's a sign of the apocalypse if they ever break up, period. Let alone <laughs> yes. COVID. They're stronger than COVID, but like that means the world is ending. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Helen, do you have a, a celebrity couple that you're rooting for? I don't, I don't know enough, but I, I would say um, Rob McElhaney and Kaylin Olsen, who are... Oh, from Always Sunny. Oh, yeah, and Always if sunny. they broke up, where would I get my entertainment from? You know, like, that would actually be, like, a, a massive loss for me personally. I feel like they're yeah. really fun in quarantine, those two. Yeah, they, they, I would hope that they're having a, a good time. I feel like they're having a Cause, good time. Because they're, like, a triple threat. They're writers, they're actors, they're producers, they're, right? Like, they... Yeah. They can kind of do everything. So they, they actually have the skills to make a show in quarantine. Yeah, I right. wonder if they're like, I'd be curious if they're like writing stuff or if everyone's just kind of like, I don't even have, like, I don't have the, like, I'm still kind of in school. And like, I've attempted to write a five page essay like four times. And every time I've written it, I've been like, this is so bad. Like, I forgot how to read. So it's. Thank God I'm not in school right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I guess it depends. Like, you know, like that's their job. Right. So, you know, like, I, I can't think... go and write something fun in my spare time now because I've got, like, a job and other stuff to do. Good um, things. One of, the, one of the things I told my sisters about before you came on the show, and, and that's something we've never talked about really in depth because I haven't seen it yet, is Fleabag. I'm going to turn it over to Lily and Becky to just talk oh. about Fleabag with you. Perfection. Oh, Perfection. It's, it's the best TV. I, I re, in preparation, because like Shy was like, I told them that you watched Fleabag. So excited. Never, we never get to talk about it. He, he doesn't remember. watched it for like the fourth oh. time. I'm, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, gaining, I'm, ge I'm getting excited. I'm going to rewatch so it. I'm a couple of if I can make my mom watch it with me. I think one, as far as in character development, is very important to Shy. If there's no character development, he is not in. And he will watch the most garbage show as long as there is some character development. Heart of Dixie, and perfect what, example. Zoe Hart's What's journey, amazing very, for me very... about Fleabag is that first episode, you know, this is like early on the Fleabag train. No one was like talking about it that much. Not I was, and I why am you to I, watch it. Why am I watching this show? Who is this character? Why does she, she's terrible. And from that first episode through to the last, I have never experienced such like a, an evolution of love, hate, love, love, hate, empathy, pity, like just so many emotions you could have with one character and their and world. It's, it's, it's so insane too when you look at like the, the first season and then the second season. And what I kind of like that they did in between those two seasons is that she had like enormous per personal growth in between that they don't really talk about. Like the first season is her like very actively grieving for multiple people who I won't give away, but like she's grieving for a lot of people. And like, that's part of the reason that she's so kind of off a the mess. And then the second season starts with her kind of very briefly explaining to the audience that she's like started working out and saw a therapist and made friends. And then they're just like, okay, so she's at a better place. And then the second season starts from that better place which is cool. But then there's like a progression of her character through that. Do you I like a good have, time jump. Yeah, do, yeah time jump's very important. Do you have a favorite day. episode and, and or a favorite scene, moment? Yes, and I watched it last night and I forced my brother to watch it with me. Um, and it's the episode where it's second season and she's like hanging out with the priest. It's like when they're like friends and they kind of do that 
the like brief little like shopping thing together. Um, but then he takes her to a Quaker meeting. That is far and away the hardest I've laughed at TV for so long. Like because she uses silence so well in that scene, and then the the cutaway to like her talking to the audience and then back and then i mean it's just so okay i think you hit on something critical there which is that she uses silence she is so unafraid right you can there's spaces that other writers and directors you know writers and and filmmakers are afraid of and silence i think is really one of them and she don't think it's funny but it's so funny silence into that so funny you can see that it comes from her she made a it's from a one-act play Mm-hmm. no a, a one, one woman, woman show play. Not one act play but a one woman show where it was just her on stage yeah. and performing it and then turning it into the, the two seasons one of the most amazing things i think about it is if it was just her originally how she then created some of the best side characters i've ever seen on television that are so rich and so infuriate, like you get so involved with them and, and, yeah. and they're not the main character at all. One of them being Olivia Coleman, who oh, is just yeah. knocks That's it cool. out of the park. She plays someone evil and she, their tension and rapport. Evil. She's not evil. She's evil. definitely she's like, like the bad like, guy. But she's, she's not guided. Good. Like she's, she's to me, like I have seen that in real life, this wealthy, well-intentioned person who just like, misses the mark yeah. with everything they do she's kind of a bitch to her so yes but I they're mean. all kind of mean to each other yeah it, it, there's like, a lot she of... did some pretty terrible things to olivia coleman too yeah and, uh, like constant theft is like a, a key to that but i also think going back to the silence thing that it's funny because there's two episodes that she uses it so well and one in the first season is my favorite episode from the first season which is when they go to that silent retreat her and her sister which is also just like playing off of silence like the whole time and it's so funny Um, i also love that like the side characters are so developed and you are so invested but when you think about like the screen time that they get it's not a lot yeah because every episode is only like 25 minutes which is like stunning because it feels like so much happened. Okay, you yeah, really invest. I'm watching watch this pretty quickly, so I'm rewatching. So you should today. really watch it with Ali Shay. Has she seen it? Has Ali seen it? No, but I, I mean, I'm not against it. I just I don't know. Oh. Ali is such a wild card. Are we sure? Ali is a definite wild card. You Allie never is, know with that one. Feedback Allie is a precious <laughs> gift you give to a friend or but you someone have you love. To, yeah, Even if like, you watch that first watch episode, Shy, and you hate her character, trust us to so, be yeah. with it. So Hating you, her in that first episode is critical to... Becky texts me. She's like, I hate this person. Why would I keep watching? I was like, so just important. keep going. And, and if you feel that way, it's even better because then the reward, the payoff is so bigger. Working. You are setting up some great expectations here. Um, I am. Uh, um, uh, and you're talking a big game. So we'll see if you, you know, end up Hopefully with Hopefully this won't be like the some... Outlander debacle of 2000, whatever, <laughs> 17. <laughs> well, Shai, if you watch it, I will come back on to talk to you specifically about okay. it. Okay. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to watch so it. and done. My phone screen for like, I just recently changed it, but my phone screen for a while was um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge in her dress from the Emmys, drinking a martini with like, and smoking a cigarette surrounded by her Emmys. And that was my phone screen for so long. <laughs> because I it, love your dedication to this. It's much deserved. All right, people. Uh, if you haven't watched Fleabag, watch it.
Yes. We'll be talking about it again sometime soon. Now, um, you are a sibling, Helen. I am, yes. And we like to play... Older, like younger? Play... Out of curiosity. I'm, I'm in the middle, so... Uh, oh, me too. Yeah, there's four of us. Middles. Oh. And I'm like... Then you have two middles. Yeah, my sister and I are in the middle, and then I have an older brother and a younger brother. Ah. Mm -hmm. And we like to play like little games on our show and, and ask a, like a question to, to challenge ourselves in our pop culture imaginations. And we're going to start here with, okay, think of a movie or TV character that you would want as a sibling. And I will preface this. I posed the question, like knowing you had siblings and you had that, you know, you have that like fun sibling banter. Yeah. I, I posed this thing, this would be really easy for me. And then I realized because my two sisters are, are like so larger than life and present for me, I actually had a hard time like coming up with like, well, I really want that person as my sibling. I don't know if they're Most up of the to people I I'd be being like, no, I'd be annoyed at that person. I feel like no. I pick people that are already my sibling, like that embody <laughs> my sibling. Yeah, are. that's fair. Well, I was thinking, are, are we like, I mean, this might be reading into the question too much. So, but are you- You can read as far as you want or as little as you want, we take all. Will I be transported into their universe? Or no, 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 actually, no. I would say- like They're transported into your universe. So with all of my siblings still there, they're just number five. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Got it. That's okay. how I read the question. I oh, I read it as correct. like, that's more fun. if I didn't have Shy and Lily, who would Oh, you killed off replaced? me and Shy? <laughs> I just need like, I can't have listen I can't there's too many people to take care of at that point <laughs> <laughs> Lily and I are the higher maintenance of the three so Becky has a lot of work to do uh, so Becky why don't you take why don't you start us off uh who do you have okay so in your in your new family so, my new family, right. so there's sorry so like there's two scenarios in, after you've mourned us no the scenario in which right. I'm not like actually replacing you I'm just getting new siblings um it would be David and Alexis Rose because I think that ultimately their bond and love for each other and support of each other it does remind me of how we love each other and they're so funny and i just want to be able to go david, ew, and david. no matter what anybody will tell me they are based on montreal jews i don't they care 100 those are montreal i really want to say they're like, not no, but I mean, like, they're not even from Montreal, but those no, are No, they're, and Jews. they're also but supposed I, to I also just, like, want to hang out at his yeah. store like Alexis does and just, like, try all the products. <laughs> then, in the scenario in which I need to replace each of you, Madeline, played by Reese Witherspoon on Big Little Lies, because that is very much to me Lily. She, um... <laughs> is always in charge she's always shouting at someone getting somebody <laughs> getting standing up for weirdly, someone or something like, besides like the i guess like the whole like when she cheated on her husband thing that's not really my style very, but, but very but besides madeline <laughs> but i besides that one little hitch i was like there's a few resemblances i can see why she picked and her then i would my other one for shy would be adam goldberg from the goldbergs because that's true i find him actually just like, switch him out like pretty annoying but the way in which he could be like he could be a little he could be a little whiny oh, I love the him. way in which he could be my shy is that you, you know, mean the all... character not the actual producer director no the character okay. that we're fictional Fiction. characters lily oh right right, right. um is because we could still watch all the same movies and shows we did our whole lives growing up and like so that your, we wouldn't your miss tv viewing's there. not interrupted adam as your With brother content I mean, remains yeah so that's, that's my answer i'm honored when you picked that actually i was like damn i can't 
I'm not gonna I, I lose this one because that that was pretty good. All right, I, I'm gonna give mine a little Lily and then Helen. So mine is I could I had to go as far away from my sisters as possible. Although like one in here sort of reminds me of you guys. I just went through like I I, I generally had a hard time imagining a brother. I didn't grow up with a brother, so that was just like difficult. So I didn't really. I tried and oh, I that's just interesting. It felt, I guess I, it felt I weird. Guess, yeah. So then I went towards I sisters and uh, I didn't want anyone that was too much like you guys because you're irreplaceable. This is actually my thought process. I'm not even kidding. So I just went for like characters, some characters that I really like sort of like for different reasons. Um, uh, one is going to be, um, one is going to be Leslie Nope on. Oh, Park, that's a great one. Um, uh, because, uh, she's like one of my heroes and I love her and I think we'd have fun collaborating on projects together. And if anything, she reminds me of my older daughter. Um, and then I really, you know, it's not a show that'll go down as one of my favorites ever, but the character of Penny played by Casey Wilson on happy endings in general she's just someone that i would have like a hilarious time being related to and there is a little bit of like lily chaos about her that, that i enjoyed <laughs> of the character penny that, Both that of you are like, making me sound insane maybe okay. <laughs> maybe if like lily lived in the united states still that would be her character and awesome. and then if i were to go one more uh, one more, um, I was trying to find a male character that I would want as a brother. And in the end, what I decided is I'll take a pair of siblings. I'll take Chuck and Ellie Bartowski from Chuck because I just think they're really nice people who really care about being siblings. And I feel like that's like us. They're going to take care of each other. And uh, plus Chuck likes cool nerdy things. So those are my chosen siblings. And, and Becky had already taken Adam at that point. So I wasn't going to take Adam. Okay. Huh. And how about you, Lil? I had a really record. Hard... Hold on, for the record, I I love your choices. I think oh, okay. I think you especially hit it out of the park with Chuck with Chuck and Ellie. Yeah, I agonized over this. <laughs> very good. I, I had a hard time most because because every single person I thought of, I'd been like, oh, they're too annoying. That person's annoying. I was like, no. <laughs> so I so I would I have David Rose from Shit's Creek on my list because I just I'm amazed by him and I also too want to be able to go ew David like I want to be able to say that but I could not choose Alexis I would push her off a bridge like I could not actually have that person as my sibling even though I adore her um and then I absolutely would pick uh Rachel Green from Friends because and you mom was like that's dumber than you yes and mom was like <laughs> why would you pick her there's so many good friends and I was like yes but if you think about it Ross and Monica push them off a bridge they would drive me nuts Chandler's too aloof like I need somebody a bit more invested um Phoebe I mean seriously and Joey I can't afford that that's like way too much money I always have to like <laughs> up after him and I was like Rachel we can like have sleepovers go shopping do our nails like she seems like the best so I would pick her David and then I thought something like totally out of the box I would pick Fleabag because she's you know she like really rocked Fleabag my post season two when she kind of sure. starts to become a good human sure but I'd be mean, like she would be someone I could learn from like she would rock my world yeah you it seems you asked your husband as well which... I did sorry I added can you, his can you give our answer in his accent I can't. I wish I could do his accent, but I, I begged the question. I was like, at, at dinner, I was like, hey, what, 
who would you choose? And then I'm like, he only watches violent, like murdery shows with like terrorized people. <laughs> so like, then I was like, wise. right, exactly. I'm like, who the hell is, I'm like, who are you going to choose? Cause your content that you consume concerns me. And he just goes fresh Prince. He actually said, <laughs> El Principe de Bel Air. <laughs> and mom was like, who the hell is that? And I was like, the Prince of Bel Air. Didn't you hear the translation? <laughs> like, he met the Fresh Prince. And then I was like, that's a great answer. And then he chose Berlin for Money Heist, which makes me concerned. No, which makes sense because he's so psycho, but he's like, but he protects and takes care of his family only. And so if he's going to be in your world, better to have him as the sibling. True. And then mom made him choose a sister because he doesn't have a sister. So I was like, you have to choose a girl. She got really into the game and he chose, I think her name is Roxy from Hunters. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, she's by, by the way, the same actress who played Roxy, whose name escapes me right now, plays young Carrie Washington in Little Fires Everywhere, oh. which I'll talk about later, which I would say the redeeming thing about that show is definitely the acting. And she is amazing in it. Um, well, but when we talk about our Rex, I'll give my breakdown. Okay, Helen. All right. So I. Her uh, name is Tiffany Boone, just for the record. Okay. So, you know, sorry. I had a little bit of the same problem as your husband did, which is I watched like. I watched a lot of like TV shows. I realized when I was like prepping for this, I watched a lot of right. bummer TV shows. I was like, right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just finished like Broadchurch and I was like, absolutely no one. <laughs> oh, I have to watch season three. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I just did season one, but I thought about Ooh, it and. So um, good a group of siblings that my siblings and I feel very connected to are the brothers and Malcolm in the middle. Like we watched that Aww. show. We're like, yeah, that's so cute. That's <laughs> um, it's cute, but it also like says a lot about like the antics that we would find ourselves in just like, cause I think consistent well, four of you. That's yeah. And, and we all like, like chaos does kind of like love us. So I felt like if I was going to be transported and like placed in any scenario with siblings like Malcolm in the Middle would definitely be. Um, you wouldn't be homesick. I would not be homesick. I, it's I'd a still... show I've always wanted to watch. A little Frankie Muniz. Oh it's so good. Munoz, Frankie Munoz. Yes. But, yeah. That's and funny. he's very funny and there's so much of it. It's It can take up a lot of your time if you wanted to. Um, so Malcolm in the Middle was definitely one and I'd specifically want Dewey to be my brother. Um, <laughs> it's funny that you, got, you had such a hard time choosing um, a brother because i was like that's huh, interesting uh, me i know right yeah. i didn't have one like i have a bunch of best friends guys that have been my best friends since i'm right. little but like i don't have a real like archetype Example. of what a brother right. is well it's, it's, it's a fun kind of like trick where you're like in your head a sibling is like a sister and for somebody that has a brother and a sister it's like that eh. um and then the other group of people that i thought of was like have you guys seen dairy girls on netflix yes yes, yes. I, <laughs> we siblings and i also find ourselves funny. very strongly within that family so i would probably say that oh why am i blanking on her name right now but if you've seen it the, the curly hair loud loud one uh reminds me of my sister in a good way so i would probably want her on my team Jamie Lee O'Donnell, the Michelle character. Yes, Michelle. Yes, Michelle. <laughs> but yeah, she she's she's not dissimilar from my sister, so that'd be it's hilarious. Easy, easy a very specific description. <laughs> yes, very. That's awesome. Um, all right, so uh, during during uh, quarantine, um, or sorry, there's a 
there's a concept we talk about on our show called show indipity, and that's when a show arrives at the right time in your life. It doesn't mean it's the best show ever. It doesn't mean it could be, but it arrives at a time where, oh, this is what I needed right now. Right. And uh, I think during quarantine, we've all had different show indipity type things happen um, or, or some new ones, uh, or maybe there's just general show indipity you want to talk about. For me during this period, I'm finally getting into the good place season four. I, I sort of waited. I wanted it to be done before I watched it. <laughs> and it's really, really just soothing to be in that place. I really enjoy, yeah, you know, the, the genius of that show is, is clear of anyone who's gotten into it. And I also love that how I hope it'll end well. I it assume does. it I, I was because, I was okay with the ending. Because if it's ending after four seasons, I feel like they're ending with the right, you know, yeah. at the right time. It's not dragging on past when it should be. So so that's like my recent show in Dippity. Lil, do you have any? Well I said it last week and that was um uh dead to me. I feel like Helen you might like that after hearing your yeah eclectic taste um i will give you that is a quarantine wreck okay um again like it took me it, like an episode or two to kind of be like wait do i sure want to watch something like this but it, it is a dark comedy in case okay. when right. i first started i was like worried it was going to be a bit too dramatic and it's really is a dark comedy uh, in the end and so i felt like that was just a, enough like there's a bit of a mystery there's enough humor the acting's they're great the carlini and uh, applegate are fantastic so that was it like, dropped in my lap and then now tonight begins uh last kingdom which i have found myself obsessed with vikings i don't know how that I just happened tried to sneak it into ali and be like aren't you so excited for last kingdom season four she's like what the hell are you talking about right she's never like, watched it she because you know why it's because she's like it just looks like outlander she's like i'm not watching another outlander show from your which sister I, which could be our my fault but the point is that it i i somehow found myself really into like ninth century viking culture and um it's been hard to get a show where i can get my parents and my husband all to want to watch together at like showtime yeah you know kid is put to bed like dinner's cleaned up let's watch a show and it's not it's not been easy and so i feel like this is it this is the moment we've all been waiting for found one yes um we're, i saw that's and then i'm very excited soon i'll have another show in dippity which is the boys season two of the boys i'm really excited about that oh yeah which which i uh cash is in i'm really excited for that i cash from you're the worst is in it as the new as a new i don't know if it's a villain or just another crazy superhero thing and uh Be and becky becky has to handle a baby thing but her answers are everything's going to be okay and avenue five on hbo which she's talking i about. tried to watch avenue five with our parents and they both got very um agitated. simultaneously agitated and anxious and so we had to turn it off i was like so no one's having fun no one's enjoying this and, and they were like no this is this is too close to home <laughs> helen how about you do you have a show in dippity um, yeah, so my brother, it's, it's me and my brother quarantining together, and it is, like, I'm having a little bit of the same uh, struggle as you, Lily, which is that it's, like, the things that we want to watch together. We definitely have some overlap, but my brother is, like, I'm down to watch the dark stuff, but he's, like, let's only watch the dark stuff. Like, that's he asked that's me what I, I deal with every, every day. Yeah. And, like, last night, I was, like, happily watching Fleabag, and he was, like, hey, do you want to watch? And I was, like, no, <laughs> I want to do 
Um, so I would say, so we did actually rewatch uh, True Detective season one, which is like- both Oh, of, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a, like one of our favorite right. things, period. So that was like a nice thing to like revisit and kind of be able to like really dive deep on. And then I, re- I finished The Crown um, the first couple weeks of quarantine. And that was like a really nice escape for me because it was like a combo of like history, history. learning. Mm-hmm. Was- people love it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't and seen it, it, but people love it. Well, it took my mind away from everything like so completely that right. it, was, it was a relief to be able to watch like a few episodes of that. And then there's so many things that happen in that show that are just, that obviously it's all based on true events so there was a couple of things that I was like that's crazy and then I did like I got to like sit at my computer and like research it for like an hour after I watched it <laughs> so, so that was really helpful I, I think any show that makes you go and research on the internet afterwards or movie yeah. ha- like there's it tricked a you into thing. doing homework yes, in quarantine. They, and it made me happy to learn <laughs> there's something there if it convinced you yeah. to do that then you're gonna then, then it then it did something right and it's nice because I, I do undoubtedly have the time now you know like if this was uh a few like before this whole period like i I so rarely get to like watch tv and stuff because i work at night and i go to school right like like, right and then to have this chunk of time to watch like such a complex show and then even be able to do my own research afterwards i was like when else will this happen (laughs) dive in so yeah that's probably my biggest one Oh, that's awesome. Um, and okay. All right, cool. Well, so we, for, for, especially for our advanced guests, which, you know, will automatically graduate you to be a black belt guest. Uh, we're going to play our signature game buy, rent, meh. So we throw three things up at you okay. and well, buy, rent, meh is our, is our rating system for anything on our show. So any, any TV show movie is either a buy a rent or a meh. And in some rare cases, a bleh. But um, buy means you would buy it and put it in your iTunes library. Rent means you might rent or stream. And meh can be a variety of different things. It doesn't necessarily need to be only pejorative. It depends on how you say the word meh. And uh, we're going to do some buy, rent, meh. uh, Because uh, in honor of your high school tweets, which you did not read, but um, uh, for which you will always be synonymous to me, we are going to do a little buy, rent, meh of fictional high schools. And Lily actually wrote this week's challenge. So I'm going to turn it over to Lily to guide us through buy, rent, meh high school edition. Um, Okay. So my idea was that we have to pick which actual fictional high schools you would want to buy, rent, or meh. I mean, I guess like you'd want to go to. Um, and, and you so always divided... have to justify your answer, by the way. Yes. Okay. And I've divided it into three categories, 80s high schools, fictional, and these are all the two, okay, 80s, 90s, which are fictional movie high schools, and then TV high schools. Okay. Like for TV shows. Got it. So buy, rent, or meh. The high school from Heather's, it's the 80s. Okay. Is that too old? Or, so old? some of these, I, most of them, I, okay, so I think like half of these are the other half. I, I haven't seen the Heather's. <laughs> um, but I haven't seen Heather's? What is wrong with you? No, I've Not seen you, that, Helen. The Not Heather's I have seen. And which I have seen it. Heather's no. is so Heather's is famous. I've seen parts of it. I saw I'm the so end with Winona Ryder with her hair all blown up. I'm surprised that you got away with not watching it, having two sisters. And like having gone to high 
I did. <laughs> it was like always on at someone's house that I went to. I wouldn't want to go to that high school though. Is if that's the uh, so then you would admit. You would admit. Yeah. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Oh, just hold, just okay. just hang right. on. We're not there. So Becky, who who's back? The high, one option is Heather's, the high school from Heather's. Shermer High School from the Breakfast Club. Oh God. Is that too old? No, no, no. No, it's not too old. for you, Becky, for Helen. I I, I don't know. Helen can improvise. Have have you not seen The Breakfast Club, Helen? I know. Oh, 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 yes. Wait, I've seen the vast majority of The Breakfast Club, and then I didn't see the end, which (gasps) I know. Don't you forget about me. Okay, Helen, watch the ending, for God's sakes. I know. You're killing me here. The third one. You're never going to get pink, but forget it. Pretty in Pink. Is there even a point? Do you know? You know, some of us have seen these other things. I'm going to go first. I have to buy Breakfast Club because those kids showed some sort of redeeming social value by the end of that movie and like potential that maybe they might ever talk to each other again. Pre- um, I'm going to rent Heather's because I don't, I haven't seen it. It seems terrible. I mean, there's but, not a try. And it's like everyone, it's like, and I'm going like to eh, pretty in pink where the rich students buy and sell the poor students like <laughs> property. So, and like the message of that movie is as long as you the rich, rich guy. and a little bit nice, you will beat out everybody else. I hate I that. think the lesson to this round of Byron Mint is that thank God the eighties are over. It seems like a truly terrible time to be in high school um, where you were either at to fear for your life or be terribly bullied. So Maybe. which one do you, what do you pick? Kind of sounds like it is right um, now though. I think high school yeah, changed. <laughs> I think basically, no, I would say I would, I agree. I would buy breakfast club because at least everybody seemed to have like a place in that world and then there was some empathy that was created amongst them or sympathy you know like they 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 related to each other at some point so maybe there's hope um i would have to then rent pretty in pink only because i'm maying heathers because there's literally a serial killer at that school (laughs) But it's so, Christian Slater, right? Yes, who's very, yes. very cute in the eighties. So that's he's why he's so forgiven. jealous of his hair. His yeah. hair is amazing. Who it still is, is amazing. There's great hair in the eighties, kind of. There was. Oh, pretty, pretty yeah. James Spader. His hair is like a character in the movie. Yeah, like I know there's the whole yeah, like hair. rich poor kid divide in Pretty and Pink, but like those poor kids are really cool. And I actually maybe I'm bumping that up to buy because I would love to hang out with Ducky and Ducky. Andy. Like we go to that, like random grown-up friend Annie Potts. Yeah, it's true. Like we could go. Well, no, because she record runs store tracks, shopping. The record store tracks where Andy works. And make a good point. You make a good they point. And they go and they always and they go to like cool clubs to see shows, even though they're underage. I realize like, this one was going to be so bad. controversial. I should have picked better. I'm so I, sorry. No, I think you picked <laughs> too well. No, I, I no. Would... I'm going to buy buy Pretty in Pink, rent Breakfast Club, and Heather's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, that, exactly the same. Just because I don't want to, like, Heather's, there's a really high chance to be murdered. And I just, <laughs> like, I don't Even I, if it's by a hot guy like Christian Slater. Right, even still not down. It's like, no, I don't really want to. And, and the, the, like, there's a whole bunch of scary stuff that happens in Heather's. And um, the Breakfast Club one, I did like the vibe of them just being left on their own for so long. And that seems, that seems like a good time, you know? 
So, and it's based on uh, John Hughes' actual high school, where they called themselves the Breakfast Club, the Detention Kids. Because so, otherwise, by the way, there's no other explanation until the last line of the movie as to why right. they're the Breakfast Club. <laughs> right. It is. Um, okay, cool. I think you guys get mine. I don't even have to say mine. You get it. What I would do. No, I have no idea what you would do. I this literally have really no idea. idea. Breakfast Club, That's Pretty in Pain, Heathers. Duh. Okay. Even though so I put I being did... murdered by Christian Fair. Slater really, up this the This is top. a really good one because you're supposed <laughs> to make it hard, and this was really hard. Yes. Um, okay, the 90s, which at this point, I don't know how old people are, so I don't know if this is also not good. But um, clearly I was only thinking of myself when I wrote this list. <laughs> um, but 90s high schools, the high school from Clueless. Okay. The high school from Can't Hardly Wait, and the high school from American Pie. Okay. Oh my god. I, I have to go. I, can't, I, have so I have to go. Can't Hardly Wait because that is my actual high school graduating year, and <laughs> I. Those outfits. The outfits in are real. Like that's not a wardrobe for a movie. People wore that stuff. Yeah, and that is exactly. That's just what people so, were wearing at the time when right. it came out. It's historically accurate. There. <laughs> Um, I feel like I would have found a group to be friends with at that, right? Like that high school, there are cool kids and not so cool kids. So many groups like, at that high school. Preston, like Preston and the people of his like social level, like that's the level of, you know, cool I would have been. And they all seem like really nice people of that level. Plus, they, like not, there are so many lines from that movie that I quote and like my crush on 90s era Jennifer Love Hewitt is – in um um unquenchable uh quenchable i don't know like <laughs> sure i just love jennifer we'll love that. in that movie like she to me is the the like the perfect 90s like movie crush in that movie like there's there's maybe the 80s like if elizabeth shoe is the 80s crush in a lot of ways it might be like elizabeth shoe is like the quintessential 80s girlfriend uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt in that movie is like the perfect '90s crush, and so for me that that that's my buy. And then I'm gonna rent Clueless because it would be fun to be that rich, and I'm gonna met American Pie uh, not because I didn't love it at the time, and I, I, I mean American Pie is classic in a lot of ways, but I just think that like when you look back on the behavior of the boys in that movie, that was funnier then than it is now uh um but that and their high school yeah yeah, yeah. okay I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna rent clueless because again it would be fun to be rich nice i would buy uh clueless i have to say the other that's, two that helen that's the correct answer yeah correct answer <laughs> be that rich. like i like okay. i would be if I and wouldn't just want to be friends with them and like ride around in that jeep like yeah that they like so much fun cannot drive yeah i would absolutely and they're not even like bad people. people like they're nice people too yeah. it's like yeah. Cher's amazing friend. let's be honest yeah she's a great friend she really throws down for like pretty much everybody in that movie like everyone is supporting nothing her. negative about that scenario <laughs> yeah not at all um the other two i can't say that i've seen so and like the uh oh well I look you gotta well, can't, well, can't well, hardly you, wait we've got to rectify you, you yeah. have to write that down you can skip yeah. american pie he has I, sex with a pie it's I, okay, so I i know what i know yeah. what american pie is but it was one of those things that like through i my, wouldn't watch it now if i hadn't already seen it well my mom was also like 
this is what you cannot watch. And so <laughs> in my head, like, I'm like, okay, that's not, not allowed. Even though, like, in, in the best and worst ways, American Pie is the 90s era Blink-182 of movies. It, and they are actually in the movie at one point. Really? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, well, you might need to, like, really fast forward it, but can't it, hardly wait. It's a gem. It, stayed, like it stays better. It was less famous at the time, but it hangs on much better. There's okay. a questionable ending situation. There's, like, a few things that couldn't be done today in a movie. So you'll just leave that in the 90s, but other than that, it's it's a great story. That's kind of the vibe for most, like, it, like the 80s, 90s high school right. books. You're just like, I mean, that just wouldn't, it wouldn't fly today. Also, no. like, the, there is no, like, moral for most of them. Most of them is just like, yeah, teenagers are rough and then that's like corny and that's it (laughs) Beck, do you want to chime in yes i'm definitely gonna buy clueless rent can't hardly wait like uh, the reasons we said clueless rent can't hardly wait because it still seems like a fun time and like more like a typical high school situation that i could at least cope with and it was definitely met American Pie. I want nothing to do with those people or that place. Didn't like the movie at the time. Don't like it now. And yeah. I concur. That's pretty much my thing. And I, yeah, I obviously buy Clueless Rent, Can't Hardly Wait. And American Pie, I would not do well at that high school, <laughs> I don't think. Um, okay, and now TV high schools, Riverdale, the current Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Beverly High from Beverly's now, Beverly Hills now. Do you want to know the original? I was thinking of the original, but maybe you need to take a different one. But I, I would go with the original. And then uh, Saved by the Bell, which makes me feel so old now that I put that on there. You could switch out Saved by the Bell, I think, Helen, if you think there's a cooler high school that I missed. No, actually, I would probably want to go to the... I would uh, buy Saved by the Bell. Ah. Yeah, because it's like... I mean, I haven't seen that many episodes. It was kind of one of those things that was, like, on late at night that we got to, like, if you were up late enough, you might have seen an episode or two of Saved by the Bell. But um, every time I watched it, I was like, wow, that seems like a good time. We're just kind of hanging out. It doesn't seem like they're doing any kind of work. I would not. Well, I would meh Riverdale. Like, right? Yeah, the I get murdered there, for God's yep. sakes. We know <laughs> Becky and Shy are buying that, like, hedonistic den. <laughs> <laughs> of teenagers who are actually in their 40s yeah that's the most alarming part of that show and they're like and they're also like actively living on their own at certain and there are no parents (laughs) Parents, the parents are nowhere to be found yeah well they're murderers so (laughs) and yet somehow that never becomes an issue with like children living with them like they're actively murdering people and everyone's like i mean yeah hang out catch up on season four i'm way behind so I, I buy Riverdale. I just, I can't have gone so hard in supporting Riverdale on our show without buying Riverdale. The town is insane. The rules are, however insane it is, it's going to be more insane next week. If five people got murdered this week, next week we're going to do it, but it's going to be a musical and everyone's going to get murdered. <laughs> I, I have to go with the insanity that is Riverdale. And then I would go with West Beverly because that West Beverly would make me pretty anxious. Like I was, I would have been like, I mean, it's, it was, I I would have felt like early era David Silver trying to be cool and not being cool. (laughs) 
and that would just be too much for me. Can't can't handle that. And then I, I would have been the epitome of the kid who was there all the time, but then these new kids from Minnesota move in are way cooler than me. I just that's too much. And then Saved by the Bell because of the brilliant Zach Morris's trash on Funny or Die is actually the secret most oh helen place. you should just watch that instead of stay by the bell if you don't know what that is i'm very excited to give my answers now it's called zach morris's trash you can look it up on now. youtube try those are really i have to say try those are really caps the episodes just honing in on how while we were kids watching say by the bell it all seemed like you said like it's so fun and hunky dory but when you go back and look at it the character of zach morris is really awful (laughs) and this guy he's like christian slater and heathers yeah he like narrates um so guys i'm gonna buy say by the bell bayside because it seems like the place where it's easiest to be in like a straight A student. Like I don't feel like you need to do very much work to be at the top of that class. Like you're, go- you're going from right? there to Harvard just because of your great GPA. Essentially. And like they, yeah, so for sure. Then I'm gonna rent Riverdale because it seems like you can graduate that high school without having to ever even show up. Like you can just go- <laughs> You're going based on the amount of work you have to do. You can go to prison and be a prison prize fighter. Right, exactly. <laughs> Never but need you're to there until school. you're 40, so it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're trapped until you're 40. You're so always like, in high school, yeah, right. but, you're, but, to... but your abs are out of control. Yeah, you're in great shape, but you're also <laughs> right. still exactly. But but I'm gonna, and I'm gonna have to man um, Beverly High because it does West seem Bed. like the most re- West Beverly. Sorry, West Beverly right. High because it seems like the most realistic and therefore therefore the most terrifying. Okay, like, so. <laughs> Those are my reasons. That's actually, that's a great way to look at it, the amount of work you have to do to actually survive in the high school. I definitely, I think I would probably buy uh, Saved by the Bell because it gave us uh, Zach Morris's trash, but also at the time, it really, I never would have realized he was trash. And that that looks like an ideal setting and no one ever seems to do schoolwork except Jesse. So I think that like you can definitely get by there. And like even then, how much is she really doing? Right, exactly. And then the other two, I guess I have to rent um, West Beverly, even though I that and Riverdale, I am worried I could get murdered at either one of those. I don't think you're out of in the clear uh, in Beverly Hills, but um, I just you know that was like the epitome of what. I mean, I was in high school at the time when that show was on and we'd watch it and it was so nothing like high school at all, anything that we ever went to. And that was just like, a, yeah, I mean, just to have been in that world for a second would have been hilarious. And definitely Mang, and I mean man, the most mad term possible, Riverdale's high school. There's everything is wrong with that situation. What do you mean you don't like an after hours juice Burle- only nightclub? Burlesque, like yeah, no that's part of that where you're like, because mm. also like they never or it doesn't feel like they ever say like what year of high school these people are in because obviously they're like forty on screen. They're trying to keep them in high school forever. Right, exactly. So I think that like the canon has them in like their sophomore year of high school, and you're like. Um, so they're 15, that's what you're telling right. <laughs> right. Notice that, that a lot of these shows, when they start, they don't tell you what year they're in, and I think sure. they don't know how many seasons they're going to get, mm-hmm. and at the point at which you're like, oh, wait, and, 
we got a lot of seasons actually this started in middle school in fairness the goldbergs actively jokes how like their character right it's making fun of like it's 1980 something so it doesn't matter you have to give um 90210 credit because they follow it through to college so they i guess say by the bell too right the college years they just oh, like, say by the bell the college years. I don't remember much about that show except there was one episode that was centered all around REM tickets. So I really Aww. like that. Episode. Oh, you feel so cute in the nineties. Because no one ever no, talks about. REM. I'm a little sad that Boy Meets World didn't make the, I, the the TV cut because so much of that of that show takes I place in of, the school. I thought about it, but then and I we really like can't do Boy Meets place. World and Saved by the Bell because those are like so delicious and cute to be at. And Saved by the Bell so, is like fully living in the school. They're, so right, they're in the school. So Boy that's Meets why I World, it. Mr. Feeney's like a guide to these young people's life who follows them everywhere, whereas Mr. Belding is this like incompetent buffoon that lets the children right. blackmail him on a regular basis. Which so is, I needed something to contrast the murdery aspects of the other two. I think I would have loved being at Bayside. Like, the more you talk about it, Shai, right. I've been very well there. <laughs> okay, let's let's get to our Rex and shout-outs. Uh, this is where we tell the audience what we've been watching, and we let you know what we think is good, what we think is bad. Now, I'm going to, for this audience, because we talked a lot about Clueless, I want to tee up a movie. Tell me if this is of interest to you. This is a movie... Written and directed by Amy Heckerling, who wrote and directed Clueless. Clueless. Mm -hmm. Let me list the people it stars. Saoirse Ronan, Paul Rudd, returning, Michelle Pfeiffer, John Lovitz, and... Uh, Did you I'm make up sure this movie? Stacy Dash, who was in Do you have Clueless. a fever dream? And this is what came out of it? And, oh, and Tracy Ullman. This what? is a real movie? This is a real movie. It is a movie that did not have like a proper release because of some like Clearly. weird studio stuff or something in 2007. It's called I Could Never Be Your Woman. And it is about a uh, woman who is a showrunner played by Michelle Pfeiffer, who is the showrunner of a show that's kind of like Saved by the Bell and a younger actor, oh. Paul Rudd, who comes on the show. And it's a rom-com about the two of them, but it's also this send up of TV. Are they a couple that would be together? In the movie, that that's part of the premise of the movie is that I these mean, two end I up together. I date Michelle Pfeiffer. She's incredible. Uh, and it is a really cute movie that I highly recommend. That sort of like snuck through the cracks back when um, back when it came out, and I think it really holds up. And I think when you're when we've talked about all of these issues of like showrunners and TV shows and stuff, there's a whole thread going on there. Plus, it's Michelle Pfeiffer and a young Saoirse Ronan has her like precocious daughter. Can um, you shy give us the origin story of how you came across this movie? It was playing on one of the on when back when I had one one of the premium channels when you flip channels back in those old days. It was just on. I'm like. There's a movie with Paul Rudd and Michelle Pfeiffer. In those days, my reaction would have been like, if that came out now, I'd be like, "What kind of Netflix garbage is this that they made with an algorithm?" Huh? No, exactly. Amy Heckerling made the movie. It's good. I highly. Well, recommend. you love Suburgatory, and she wrote on that. She did. So. Oh, okay, there you go. Well, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a really cute movie. I feel like it's, you. I it's feel a, like it's a she's rent. like a writer of our time. It's a it's a rent to buy, 
Um, uh, but it's really cute. And if you're going to like watch any of the dopey Netflix ones, go find if I, I could never be your woman because it is, it is a really cute movie. And I expect my sisters to watch it sometime soon. You can definitely watch that with mom and dad, Lil. And then I mean, we she finally... also made look who's talking. So she really is like the director of our era. Yeah. And she's and the original algorithm. And, um, so we finally finished Jumanji two last night and I already Never finished what, it. I already forgot what happened. It, I mean, <laughs> look, The Rock and Kevin Hart so do cute. everything together, but I don't care about that movie. I mean, I, I I liked seeing them together, and but it was it was fine. And then we finished Little Fires Everywhere, which I called Big Little Fires because I'm guessing those shows are basically the same. Um, and it uh, the the story is like kind of unsettling, but the acting was you know Kerry Washington and and uh, Reese and then Tiffany Boone and, and Joshua Jackson are like amazing in this. Um, but the ending is like just awful. And I just, I, I'm not saying I want that eight hours. I don't know, I, I, I'll take that eight hours back. I, I like, it wasn't a kind of show I would have watched. I don't like those suburban misery shows. And now um, uh, I'm like extra annoyed. Your suspicions confirmed. But, but there is no question. Everyone in that movie brought it. No one phoned it in. They're all amazing in it. The characters are not likable on purpose, and you don't like them all the way through to the end. <laughs> um, what about you, Helen? What have you been watching that you recommend? Um, so when we started talking about Fleabag, uh, it brought me right back to my absolute love for everything Andrew Scott does. I just, everything I've seen him in is so good. Um, but I love, there's this movie called Pride, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it is, I really, really recommend it. It's very, like, feel good. I watched it, rewatched it for, I think, the fourth time last night. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. and it's about, it's based on a true story, and it's based on, it, it's a From happening. 2014. <laughs> 2014. But it actually happened in the 1980s, and it was this um, lesbian and gay group in London started to support the miners' strike. Oh, I've heard of this story. This oh, is. I didn't know that that was the name it's of the so movie. Cool. So yeah. It's like one of those like unknown that. kind of like little stories that happened that actually like really changed a lot for a lot of people because um, I'm not giving it away because it's historically accurate, but like their help with the minor strike uh, ends up kind of tying lesbian and gay groups with minors in uh, the UK for like, and still now, like, it's really cool. It's a great movie. Andrew Scott is really brilliant in it. It's a really awesome cast. And that is uh, awesome. I think all of the characters are based on real people. So you do actually get to find out what Phil happens. Phil Nighy is in it. And the yeah, he's in it. It's a great awesome. cast. Yeah, it's really, it's a really fantastic movie. and. It's cool. like fun and cute without being corny. So yeah, highly recommend that. Um, and then I've been watching a lot of the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen YouTube videos. Have really been bringing oh. me through this quarantine. Um, Becky loves stuff oh, like that. They're so wonderful because it's just like, they get, they're like cooking, they're having a good time. And like it's escapism at its finest. And it's inspired me to actually cook because I historically have never cooked. And now because I'm forced to eat three meals a day at home i've been cooking actually quite a bit and i um nice I've, maybe you'll I've, get on shy's nailed it maybe yeah not. maybe you know, maybe know. i i uh i went and i pickled radishes yesterday that was like oh i love pickled radishes i had all these wow radishes. i don't even know why i have these can you can you ship radishes like 
can I pay shipping and you'll send me some pickled yeah, radishes? Yeah, I would. Yeah, sure. I would totally. I don't know how they're going to taste yet because we're only on day two of fermentation, and I need to, it needs to be three days. So I'll tell you how it is in a couple of days. Just a quick, brave. just a quick update here. Pride uh, is available on Amazon Prime for people. Yeah, that's where I watched that's, it. That's really watch accessible, it. folks. Check it out. I'm going to watch that. That's awesome. I cannot wait. That's yeah. great. It'll be a good palate cleanser, cleanser from the yeah. depression that was. Uh, little fires, big little fires everywhere. Big little fires. Like inspiring too. You're like, yay! Um, although it did make me really emo because at one point they like organize a benefit concert and they like show the concert and I was like, oh, I, oh, I miss that so bad. <laughs> so I had like a little moment there, but it's a really good movie. So wait, Helen, while we have you still, I, you explain me certain sort of latter-day social media things, and uh, I, um, being of a youthful generation, and I stumbled across on YouTube, you know who Jackie Tone is? She plays Melrose on Glow. She's freaking hilarious. She does a lot of comedy and musical comedy, and um, she has this video for a song that she wrote, this hilarious song called Deep, Deep Like, which mm -hmm. is all about this concept of deep, deep liking things um, on Instagram where you go like deep oh, into yeah, someone's Yeah, go really Instagram. far. Yeah, and, and so I did an Instagram story about it, and, and I was kind of worried when I did that. I'm like, ooh, is this going to count as a deep like? But she just reposted it and you're like perfect how awesome is that guys that's amazing also, it's so like that's cool that's great it's that's a good concept for right now because i feel like i made a joke about it with some of my friends is like deep like it like now is the time for deep liking because like i miss my friends so i'll just like scroll through their instagrams like wistfully and like, uh -huh. like something like your celebrities <laughs> yeah and like like something from 2012 by accident i'm like <laughs> i feel like i do that all the What's time mostly because i don't know how to use social media <laughs> because i'm meaning to deep like stuff i didn't mean to and like i'm, con I'm constantly liking and unliking stuff all the time and then i'm like someone's yeah. gonna catch on eventually yeah well i think if you do it like my friend and i tested it once because we you know i mean, <laughs> Like the main it's thing quick? Is, did, did the other person not know? If you do it quick, it doesn't show up. Like the notification ah. show up because we were, um, it was like back in early college years and she was uh, kind of scrolling through some guys that she liked right. and liked something from like 2010 and she was like, ah! <laughs> That's <laughs> embarrassing. So quick. Um, so... Wait, my sisters, you guys have stuff, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just watching Last Kingdom, so there's nothing to really say about that. I'm getting on the train. How are your show I'm... guides, Helen? We we've decided that some shows need guides, like that you can. Yeah, those are my show guides. Yeah. What I like is having show. show guides in two different time zones, so that no matter what time of day I'm watching, someone so will get back. Get to it. Very yeah. helpful. That's very helpful. So thank you. That's that's crucial. Um, well. I but you am, have to be really into oh. boils and ugly people if you want to watch that show. <laughs> a lot of boils. The main character is really hot, so you just yeah, need one hot guy. That's all you need. Probably so most hot. handsome person in the entire He's... land of Wessex. Well, they did like, that yeah. on purpose. There was a tweet recently that they were like, "It's so unrealistic when there's like medieval England shows with no ugly characters. Like that is where ugly no, was." They <laughs> they're keeping true to the no, times, no, 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 except no, with like, one hottie because they have to give you one. They're like. 
80 to 85 percent ugly on that show and that's <laughs> accurate like that that is accurate becky just texted she's like everybody's so dirty i'm like yeah because that's <laughs> what that. there's no baths right although um, they do show utrud of bebenberg and bathe on a regular basis a lot of baths which is probably why i feel like my wife would get into this show it has buns and that's her she kind loves of show. seeing her eyes touch um okay i keep finding myself helen in these situations where netflix puts out these and i'm sure they're just making these movies because they think that i keep watching them so they just keep making them <laughs> it's a self-service it's a it's it's a it's a vicious cycle i'm so sorry everyone but yet another action movie with one heavily paid star and everybody else is nobodies and um I had to watch Extraction last night, the Chris Hemsworth vehicle. And it, and it holds true to your theory, Lily, that these are just like a name generator app that comes up with the names of these. Oh, 100%. Like, was and this here, like a dental movie? Like, I, No, <laughs> the worst is that here in Spain, it has a different name. So pe- people were like, suggest someone suggested it to us to watch. And then I searched for it on Netflix and I'm like, it's not here. And then Jose is like, yes, it is. It's called Taylor Rake. And then I'm like, what does that mean? And then I was like, oh, you mean extraction. <laughs> so it's it, to complicate things more, the, 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 the title generator is shitty in both countries, <laughs> in the United States and Spain. And um, I guess that's his name is Taylor Rake in the movie, but that's how people pronounce that here. And so we watched that last night. The least worst of the Netflix action movies I've seen so far. If I can give that award. Um, so not, you know, there was a twist that actually we were like, oh, that's a cool twist. And it was pretty formulaic otherwise, but, you know, shoot them up, action, fighting, knives, that kind of stuff. And the kid that like, you know, he has to extract a kid that's been kidnapped. The kid is not annoying. So that's always good. And uh, not, not too bad. Everybody stayed awake. So that's also a point system so right there yeah. is that all parties stayed awake and then um we watched this is gonna sound weird extremely wickle, wicked and incredibly evil or something like that the ted bundy movie with oh, the zach efron as ted bundy and that oh, gave that? everybody homework because you should have seen the the shit we googled after that <laughs> zach oh, i love zach you yeah, are that was like, I mean, if you're interested in what, you know, serial, like serial killers. That's what you're into. Right. I mean, he was great. Like, I have to say, he did a great job. He should get a lot more credit because he was excellent. And it's all about the, it's from the perspective of his very, his like longtime girlfriend, not Zach Efron's, Ted Bundy's longtime girlfriend. Um, Vanessa Hudgens telling the story of. Right, Vanessa Hudgens telling Ted Bundy. the Zach Efron story. <laughs> On her phone. Right. And so that was like a weird pick from this gang. Um, but yeah, again, like the weird things you find on Netflix and that's there. And so who's actually, it's only like 80 minutes, which helps. Um, and help. he was, he was great. And it's a fat, I mean, it's very disturbing, but also very fascinating. So like, there's a lot of Googling, right. a lot of good homework from that piece. And um yeah, I can't think of anything else. All right, cool. Well, it's been a weird let, week. Let's <laughs> let's close here. out the show. Helen, where can people follow and find you so they can go and give your Instagram yeah, deep likes? Yeah, you, you did deep like my Instagram. <laughs> um, it's uh, 
my Instagram is kind of a hard handle, but it's H underscore C underscore H underscore underscore. It's just Helen Hennessy. So, I mean, maybe that's easier. Uh, and then my Twitter is at bad spelling. And then the icon is the world's ugliest dog from 2013. So <laughs> you can look for those two things. Amazing. Those are yeah. great handles. I mean, clearly you want no one to find you on Instagram, but yeah, the Instagram that... thing was like in the kind of like a moment of like, 18 year old edginess where I was like I mean this looks cool and I have to say it, it does look cool it it's does. hard to find me but it's so cool <laughs> Lily how about you that's also I'll give you I'll do you one better I made up one not in my teens in my 30s and impossible to find me and it just is embarrassing so nice. no excuse um at on the twitter and letterbox chi 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 k Gomez, like Gomez Adams on Twitter. I, I don't have to add anything else, right? Yes, Chi-Chi. Yeah, no, you've K spelled Gomez? it out well. We had complaints yeah. from listeners that you didn't But they can't clear understand enough. it when I say Chi-Chi K Gomez. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's where you can find me. And Becky, how about you? At Paper BK Princess on Twitter and Letterboxd. Becky appears to be now hiding under her bed. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 in the I'm in the kitchen. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm like leaning under a kitchen cabinet. <laughs> She's got a, a newborn children. and a toddler. Life is you know, rough. And one of the, they're both they're both sleeping though. That's just, um, look, she's asleep so now. That was all the the drama earlier when I disappeared, uh, getting well her down for her nap. Well they're both napping, so I'm going to enjoy three to six minutes of quiet. <laughs> well, you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table. That's Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And you can go to the website also, which is FridayNightMoviePod.com. You can catch Helen and me every week, Mondays, 7 p.m. Oh, on I'm Facebook, on Sugar Highway. You. But look at our Instagrams, and, and you'll, we'll direct you where you I, have to go. I, I also have to say that, Becky, you're, I'm going to give you a little gift. Okay, right now? Oh, Monday. On, Monday at 7 p.m. is 7 Sugar Highway. <laughs> but you can also simultaneously stream. I, PDT, is that your time zone, Becky? I don't know. Maybe. It's one of the ones. Daylight time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then it's not the same time as the East Coast. So on your time zone at 7 p.m., you'll be able to live stream a Q&A for Fortune Rookie with Janet Varney. <gasps> really? Which is like... Are you kidding? That's Helen, oh another thing you need to watch. On Wait, at 7 p.m. my time? Fortune Rookie. I think so. Whatever PDT so is. So at the exact time, I have to put both of my children to bed. I'll tell your so husband you're saying to do I, it. So you're saying I, so he should, nurse, he should nurse the yes. newborn from his... Breath nurse the newborn while you're asking <laughs> live streaming questions to Janet Varney. Okay. Okay, guys, send me a list of questions. Helen, Janet is like our. Oh, she's. Um, Janet is uh, from Stand Against Evil, and she was the voice of Korra in Legend of Korra. Ah, okay. She has become. She's very, very funny. She has she a great is... podcast, Voyage to the Stars, and uh, just. She's yeah. so funny. And she has this thing on uh, and her, a show called say, Fortune Rookie. When they say don't meet your heroes, that does not include Janet Varney because yeah, she is a gem of a human being and 
yeah. just a, a lovely, lovely I, person. Ha having gotten to know her, she's just wonderful and amazing. Um, and uh, so with all of, so I'll be watching that. Um, and uh, I guess that's where the music will kick in in post-production. And uh, we will say our goodbyes. Goodbye, everybody. Have a Bye. Great Thanks so much, Helen, for joining. Thanks for having me. It was so right. fun. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Love you guys.